Alrighty, welcome in and welcome back. This is Name Brand Radio. I am having technical difficulties at the moment. Okay, there we go. So, like I said, welcome in and welcome back. I have got to tell you about this job I did today. Before I get started, I, I'm just trying to figure out where I can put my microphone thing. Um, before I get started, the dude was a super nice guy. Super, super nice guy. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. But he was killing me, dog. Absolutely killing me. So we pulled up, and this was scheduled to be a $300 in and out So we pull up, I think it was like 350 or something like that. By the way, rocking my Lakeview window cleaning koozie. If you make some more, you got to go get some things off the chain. But, uh, yeah, uh, so we got there, and he was a track freak, dude. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Like, in the quote, specifically asked for, like, a deep track clean, which is not my cup of tea. What I usually do, I got the uh, zero track brush. I just kind of, you know, get all the main debris, run my mop through it, wipe a towel. I'm good. These tracks were absolutely destroyed. Bug guts everywhere just wasn't good and uh he had lights all around his house and some of these lights were like 26 feet in the air i mean ridiculous i mean i had inside of his house his his ceiling was probably 25 feet in the air and these lights were like next to these beam columns and i had to like put the very end of my 24 foot ladder on these beams, and I had someone footing it, obviously, but it was terrifying. I was like, today's the day where I'm going to fall off a ladder and die. Like, it was horrible. So I had to clean all those lights, and it was just, you know, can you hit this spot? Can you hit that spot? Like I said, dude was a sweetheart, but it was too much. And, you know, he paid for the extra services, and he tipped on top of that, but it was a horrible day. I literally made like zero dollars, and that's what I kind of wanted to get into to start out with. Let me know in the comments below if you provide services that you don't like. Some services that I don't provide anymore are solar screens, I don't do them, storm windows, I don't do them, and gutter whitening, I don't do them. Why do I not do these? Because I've done them in the past, and it is not efficient like it's just it's not a money maker i really don't understand why people do them if you have a system for that that's awesome good for you i'm glad you're making money i don't do i, I really don't even want to do french windows anymore honestly like if i'm booked four weeks out i'm just not going to do french windows or i'm going to bid it at twenty dollars a window and you're going to pay me a thousand dollars for a three thousand square foot house i just i don't want to do it and like uh, solar screens, a one-story, I really don't care. I will do your solar screens for 10 bucks a solar screen plus the window. But if you're on a, if you're on a ladder, two-story, two-and-a-half-story, you have to... Some of these solar screens have like six or seven bolts that are manually drilled in. And if you flip the solar screen or you put it somewhere and then go get it later and you don't know which one is which, and the holes have to line up perfectly. Even if you never moved it and never flipped it and you tried to put it back, 
it's annoying. I, I, I don't like to do it. I'm not saying give those jobs away and don't make money. If you have a company in your area that does those, sub it out. Make some money off of it. You already paid for the hot lead, so you're there. And just sub it out. But I don't do solar screens. I don't do storm windows. I don't do gutter whitening. And eventually, I will not do French windows. I don't care if you like French windows. I don't care if you are the greatest window cleaner to ever walk the face of the earth and you just love French windows. I've never walked away from a job, a French window job, and thought, man, that went well. That was timely efficient. I made lots of money. And that just, I had a great day. No, I've never had that happen. Like, we do this house uh, downtown, and it they had like a commercial there, a couple of commercials there with like the Astros, the Rockets, the Texans, and it's like 113 French windows. And when you walk inside, you like can't touch the wall because the paint is imported from Egypt, and it's uh, an oil-based paint, and if you put your hand on it, it'll be there forever. I Look, mansions are cool. I have had, I have done my fair share of mansions. The biggest house I've ever done is 22,000 square feet. I've been into Carlton Woods. I'm glad that I got to do that. I'm glad I got to see huge mansions and just have a blast and meet really rich people. But my bread and butter is like 2,000 square feet to 5,000 square feet. There's not a single moment in one of those houses where I'm not going to make good money. It's just super simple. When you start getting above 5,000 square feet or even at 5,000 square feet, if you have a custom home, then yeah, you could have 10 windows or 10,000 windows. And when you get into mansions, when you're getting into soft washing, there's columns and uh, all kinds of other junk. Uh, But it's just not for me. But uh, anyways, let me know if you provide a service that you don't like. Because I'm telling you, if you are the owner, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to clean gutters. You don't have to do roof washing. You don't have to clean windows. I saw Scott cleans it the other day. He's put a video up on saying he doesn't clean windows anymore. I'm not mad at him for not wanting to clean windows. I personally love cleaning windows. I am a window cleaner first and foremost, and all the soft washing and pressure washing comes after for me. But I, I understand where he's coming from. Like on a house wash, you're literally in and out. You spray the SH, you rinse the SH, you're gone. Roof, you spray the SH, you rinse the SH, you're gone. Window cleaning is very meticulous. And if you're not good at it, then you're not going to make any money. Um, if you don't have a water fit, you're not going to make very good money. Um, I completely understand where he's coming from, but I like cleaning windows and I'm still going to clean windows. Um, I can still clean windows and do roof washes and do house washes. I don't have any storefront accounts. Why do I not have any storefront accounts? Storefront accounts are great. Let me say that. They are great for the winter. When the residential market is dead, they are great, easy money makers if you have a tight route. But if, like Scott said, if you are say, are you putting all of your eggs into the same basket, trying to go to this town and that town and get this route done, you could have done a thousand bucks by noon and went home. Like it's just, it's a headache. Storefront money is great, 
but it's just not my thing. I'm a residential guy. That's where the money is, and that's what I'm going to keep doing. Um, so if you didn't see, I was on the Squeegee Life podcast last week. Killer, killer episode. If you have not seen it, go watch it. It was so, so fun. Uh, those guys are a crazy bunch of dudes, and I just love that all of their person. <clears throat> All of their personalities are different, and they feed off of each other very well. I did regret, I did miss having, not having, <laughs> I did uh, wish that Mark could have been there. I wanted to meet Mark. He sounds like a very smart guy. He's a pretty cool dude, I think. I don't know him. But um, next week is Mike Nichols, the man, the myth, big squeegee. That dude is one of the coolest guys you will ever meet. Um, we talk back and forth quite a bit because we like the same preachers. Uh, one of his uh, favorite preachers used to preach about 10, 15 minutes from my house. Uh, so we talk back and forth a lot. And uh, he's got a really sick van set up with a Tucker fill-and-go. Uh, he does, like, mid-rise, a lot of mid-rise. Uh, dude is killing the window cleaning game. And, uh, man, where was I going with that? I was going to say something about Mike Nichols. Oh, when I think of Mike Nichols, uh, when I went to the huge convention in Branson, uh, him and Fluff Daddy, I don't know if they shared a room or they just like hung out together, but I will never forget the uh, mirror bathroom mirror selfie of both of them in robes. <laughs> Dude, uh, it gets me every time. He's a cool guy. He'll be on the Squeegee Live next Wednesday. I'm not sure what date that is, <clears throat> but uh, go check it out. He's a cool dude. It's at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I believe. It's always 7 o'clock Texas time, so figure it out yourself what time that is. Um, where are my American Window Cleaner magazines? Uh, give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay, sorry for the delay there. Uh, so, if you are not subscribed to American Window Cleaner Magazine, you need to be. American Window Cleaner Magazine is off the chain, and if you didn't know, it is now owned by the man himself, Jersey. He bought out American Window Cleaner Magazine. Uh, I got a few right here. This one. Actually, if you have this edition, that gear prep on the front, that is my article. I am a writer for American Window Cleaner Magazine. Um, this one I want to frame because it's really cool. Got Steve-O on the front. Very, very cool. Um, like, they just have, like, all kinds of different people in the industry. I forget that guy's name. I think he's a writer for American Window Cleaner Magazine. Uh, man, I cannot believe I'm forgetting that dude's name. Uh... He's a cool dude. 
I think it's Greg Garcia. Um, got that one. So the way American Window Cleaner Magazine works, if you don't know, is a monthly subscription. You pay once a year. You pay one time for the year, but you get it once a month. And uh, <clears throat> it's like 69 bucks or something like that. And you get one edition every month to your door. You get stickers for your buckets. I don't know a single window cleaner that doesn't like stickers on their buckets. Um, and you just like get a bunch of cool stuff. So if you're a window cleaner, I don't know why you're not subscribed to American Window Cleaner Magazine. Um, and if you didn't know, if you watched my last episode, you probably know I'm a WCR sales rep. I usually wear a WCR shirt or hoodie, um, but it's laundry day. So sorry about that. Uh, but I am rocking the name brand. Check it out. Uh, maybe I should start selling shirts. If you like name brand and you want a shirt, I may have to hook you up. Um, but yeah, I'm a WCR sales rep. So you might catch me on the live chat on the website. You might uh, hear me answer the phones. You might see me in the forum. If you don't know me, Get to know me, man. I love to network. I love to connect. Uh, I know quite a few people in the industry that we just talk back and forth about nonsense. We're just always talking, always connecting, always networking. They always say your network is your net worth. So, it, excuse me. Um, the Coke Zero got me. But uh, if you, where was I going with that? It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Almost always in life. I All of the jobs I have gotten and all the places I've got in the industry, it has never been about what I know. It's always been about who you know or who I know. So yeah, if you have any orders, I would love to put those in. Uh, if you need any help, please contact me. Uh, you can hit me up at austin at windowcleaningresource.com. And I'm going to have a direct line pretty soon that you'll be able to call and text. But uh, the thing I want to stress about me being a WCR sales rep is, you know, I am still a customer of WCR. I'm still a window cleaner. So, you know, what drew me in to loving WCR so much was a lot of things. You know, we've gone over this a million times, so I won't bore you to death, but, you know, Window Cleaning Resource, before they are salesmen and before they are distributors, they are a resource. So you don't have to buy through me to ask me a question. Um, and I could say that for every single rep that they have. Or even if you call the office, if you have a question, stupid question or not, because trust me, I have asked plenty of stupid questions. If you know me, you know that's the case. Shoot me an email, shoot me a direct message on social media, and sooner or later, shoot me a text. Um, if you need help with products, I've used a lot of window cleaning products. Um, if you are a window cleaner and you also dabble into soft washing, roof washing, all that nonsense, hit me up. I would love to help you. And if I don't have the answer, I bet you I know somebody who does. So please, hit me up.
Um, and if you didn't see, dude, Black Diamond has brand new hats. I cannot wait to get my hands on one. I am not for certain yet, but I think that I will be getting one soon. I'm not for certain. But uh, th I really want one. Black Diamond is my favorite squeegee rubber. If I could ever recommend a squeegee rubber to you, it would be Black Diamond. First of all, Black Diamond sells round and tee rubber. I think that is awesome. It is a quality rubber. It lasts a long time for the price that it's at. And I can't stress this enough. You can use it in your round channels or your T channels. It's awesome. My go-to for Sorbo. Next topic. The fill and go. So, everybody knows what the Tucker fill and go is. I wonder if Zero will ever make a fill and go because I love the X2. I would strongly recommend if you're getting into the water fed game to get an X2. The flow is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous for a mobile cart. But the way Big Squeegee has his van set up, literally he has two doors on his vans that open up, they slide open. And he has his fill and go right in the middle with two hose reels on the side. So as soon as you get out of the car, you are opening those doors and you got dual water feds going out of both doors. It's a 50 gallon tank. It's got a 12 volt on it that you can, uh, you know, change the flow. And it's just, it's awesome. If Zero ever made one, even though I love the X2, I might think about getting one. Like, it is an ultimate, ultimate setup. But, um, hmm, that seems weird. Uh, hope that's recording because <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Anyways, uh, it, I was just talking to, uh, Mark Tanner. I forgot I had a hat on. I was going to scratch my head. Uh, I was just talking to Mark Tanner on Facebook and he actually makes skids. So get with him on that because, uh, they looked pretty sick. He said everything's customizable. Hose reels, tanks, pumps, system, ladder rack. Everything's customizable. He showed me a picture of a 50-gallon tank with a Tucker one-stage or two-stage on it or whatever it was. I'm not a Tucker fan with RO reverse osmosis, but anyways, besides the point. And uh, it looked pretty solid, and he can make it any way you want. So uh, if you want a Mark Tanner skid, hit up Mark Tanner. Okay, so I was going to get into forum questions. This has been the plan. Um, I, I don't think I've made a podcast in a few weeks just because I've been so busy just with regular work and you know hopping on a WCR trying to figure out all these programs that I need to run. And, you know, because the thing is, if you email me, the last thing I want is to be like, hey, you know, let me patch you to somebody else because then I'm useless. I'm just the middleman. I want to learn the back system so well that when you come to me, I can answer your question. So bear with me. I'm new. I'm figuring it all out. I'm just taking it one day at a time. I'm eating the elephant one bite at a time. So. Forum questions. There's a few in here. I won't go too much. We're already at 20 minutes here. Don't want to take up your whole night. But uh, residential or commercial? Somebody asked. 
Do you do inside first or outside first? In the comments down below for all of these, let me know your answer. I would love to have a you know little tiny forum going on here and just uh, see what everybody's doing. For me, I always run a two-man crew. So I got somebody inside and outside at the same time. But let's say for some weird instance, I'm working by myself. I always do outside first. Why do I do outside first? Because down here in Texas, it kind of depends on where you live. I have got to tighten this thing. <sighs> Come on, man. Um, <clears throat> anyways, down here in Texas, we have a lot of algae buildup, a lot of mold and mildew. So, you know, if you're not doing a house wash, let's say you're just doing windows, those windows have tons and tons of algae buildup on them. So, I like to water-fed the outside first, so I'm getting all the major gunk and debris and mold, anything organic, off the windows. When I go inside, I can clean the windows, and anything touched up, I can pretty much tell, is it outside touch-up or inside touch-up? Because if you do all the inside, and then you do the outside, God forbid one of the windows leak, or all of the windows leak. I've done that before. I used to start on the inside. Did all of the inside, all French windows, my favorite. Um, and then I water-fed the outside, and every single window leaked. I almost cried. I almost had a mental breakdown in the driveway, and I was just sitting in the truck, and I was like, debating should I just leave because this is ridiculous I'm gonna be eight hours here and do this house twice because I'm an idiot so that's why I always do outside first but let me know what you what you do um second what is your favorite water-fed pole personally I would say I would break it up into sections technically a trad pole is not a water-fed pole but for anything 10, or I'm sorry, anything 14 feet and below, I'm rocking a trad pole. And you can turn that trad pole into a water-fed pole with just a few simple parts. It's pretty awesome. If you have a trad pole, make it a water-fed pole. It's awesome. Super lightweight. It's pretty sick. And uh, if you have a lot of bushes, get you a, a J2 or a Maker Mini. You can also turn that into a water-fed pole. So that's pretty cool. Um, but for residential, zero micro. That is my favorite, absolute favorite water-fed pole. And you can use it for a commercial, but it is just so compact, and it's an amazing pole, and it's just my favorite. And plus, dude, they got the colored micros now. Whew, sheesh. They're sick, dog. Um, I got a red one, and they have green and orange and blue, and I think they're having new colors and new colored trad poles coming out next spring. Don't quote me on that, but uh, they're pretty sick. Plus, with the colored ones, like, if you've never felt a colored pole, uh, the texture is just so much different. With a black pole, especially down here in Texas, um, it gets super, super hot or super, super cold, and that carbon fiber gets really hot or really cold, and it sucks. But if you have a colored one, like, the, the finish is just smooth. I don't know how to describe it. It's awesome. Just go get one, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but for commercial, 
I would say the Pro Series is nice. Um, I haven't used the Ultralight, but I do want to use the Ultralight, the Pro 40 Ultralight. That thing looks sick, dude. It's got a gold label, first of all. Zero products are pure gold anyways. So that black and gold, whoo, looks clean. Um, the Stevenator pole is great for residential or commercial. I would consider that more a commercial pole since it is a 40. Residential, I typically only use a 30. Um, but uh, the Destroyer is a crazy, crazy stiff pole. Stiffest on the market that money can buy. Great commercial pole. Um, and yeah, I really don't use any other brands. I've used Tucker. I've used Triple Crown. And uh, <laughs> zero is the way to go. Um, so, next question. This is a question I have because I get this question a million times from people I know. And my answer is always no. Okay, so if I offered you a ridiculous um, number amount, whether it be hourly, salary, or commission, would you consider high-rise? My answer is always no, because I hear high-rise guys make a lot of money. And I had a local guy ask me, he was like, dude, I got this building, and it's really tall, and we're going to have to you know, throw ropes down and do it high-rise, I think you would be perfect for the job. And I was like, I'm sorry. And he threw this ridiculous number out there and was like, I will pay you such and such just to do this job. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome that you can give me that much money. But guess what? If I get all the way up there and I do this job and I get, you know, I'm on, let's say, 10 stories and something snaps and I die, the money's useless. I'm dead. Like, I, I don't want to do it. I respect all you high-rise window cleaners out there. You don't get enough love. To hang off the side of a building with a chair and a bucket and your squeegee and mop and, a, like, a suction cup to stick to the window, I don't know how you do it, bro. Kudos to you. It just ain't for me. Uh, another thing I saw somebody say was uh, it would be really cool if we somehow got like a company shirt potluck, I think that would be sick. So let's say we got 30 window cleaners, we all send a shirt in, and then you put them in a, bo in a box and mix them all up and put names to names and just send them back out, and then everyone's rocking each other's company shirts. Because let me tell you, if you haven't seen Lakeview Window Cleaning's Carhartt company shirts... Oh my God, those are sick. If he ever gets any more in, I want to buy two. So Marshall, if you see this and you get two extra, I will pay you for two of your company shirts. They are sick. But I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I always like to see people connect and, uh, you know, people wear outlaw shirts, uh, T-Squeegee shirts, um, or Squeegee Life shirts, windowcleaner.com, of course. So I just think that would be pretty cool. Uh, next question, the guy said, how high do you run your TDS before changing your filters? So, really, I'm, I'm on a schedule. So, every month, I change my carbon filter. 
and every six months I change my resin. It's just on a filter, on a loop. Could I get more than six months out of my resin? Probably. But, like, uh, in that comment, Jersey said, <clears throat> don't go above 10. You can clean up to, like, 15, 18, 20. 20 is pushing it. But uh, <laughs> I like how on the TDS meter, it's like, you can use this up to 50 TDS. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I usually just... Like, a Zero Pure runs so perfectly that every six months, just change your filters. It's what, like, 60 bucks for a half cubic foot of resin or a quarter cubic foot of resin. It's so cheap. You literally made that in 30 minutes on your first house. Like, it's just, it's too cheap. Um, I never really pay attention to my TDS because I know it's always on zero, and, um, Unless, God forbid, I'm running off of a tap with a 1,000 TDS, but that's where your dual ROs come in. If you have an X2, you got dual ROs. That thing is insane. It's insane. Go get one. Um, but yeah, just if you want to stick to 10, stick to 10. If you want to stick to 15, stick to 15. You know, just change it around there. And uh, if you see spotting, just change it. It's pretty easy. But... Uh, and if you didn't know, uh, let's see here. American Window Cleaner Magazine, 69 bucks, 12 issues. Um, I'm sure you know this, but if you don't, if you leave a review on Google or Facebook for windowcleaner.com, you enter to win a zero trad pole. And they give one out once a month, just random winners. And they also do random giveaways all the time. If you're not in the Pro Window Cleaning Forum, go get on the Pro Window Cleaning Forum. It is laughable what people put in there because some people really have genuine questions and they get bombarded with stupid answers. And some people are trolls that are trying to be funny and they get really good answers. I don't know how that works out, but it's just, it's funny. Like uh, Window Dr. P, I gotta sneeze. Oh, I should have took a Zyrtec. Um, Window Doctor PhD is in there. He's a funny dude. Um, you get to see the Daily Jurors. Uh, he had a video last week, I think, giving away some cool products. Uh, you get to see all kinds of stuff. They're just like, you get to see uh, live streams from the WCR warehouse. Chris and Alex do that every now and again. Those are always cool. And uh, yeah, give them a review. Uh, last thing is, uh, there is a thing going on in Dallas, Texas on April 8th. If you are in Dallas or near Dallas, hit me up for details because I think I'm going to try my best to go. So what they're doing, it's a company. I don't remember this dude's name. I'm sorry. I don't remember your name. Uh, but there's like a restaurant that hasn't been open since covid and they're trying to raise money for the servers, and they already have 20 window cleaners going. I would love to get it to 40, 50, or 60. But the rule is you drive down to Dallas, you have a really cool lunch, get-together, meet-and-greet type thing with other window cleaners, and just shoot the breeze. And then the rules are, at the end of the meal, you have to tip $100. And nobody sees the money but the servers. 
and I think it's really good for the community. If you're watching this guy, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but you are killing it, dude. I really hope I can make it. And this is the same dude who uh, did Dude Perfect's house out in Arlington or wherever they live, uh, Frisco, Texas or something. Uh, and he was actually cleaning the windows while they were shooting a Hot Wheels video that's not even out yet. I think that was killer. <laughs> Dude is pretty cool. But yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. I will try my best to keep it on a one-week loop, but I am slammed right now. Like, we we are so booked out, it is ridiculous, and trying to juggle learning how to do everything on the back end with windowcleaner.com. Uh, it's crazy, but I just wanted to say thank you for listening so much. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next week. This is Name Brand Radio.